Welcome to today's episode of the Do They Own Me podcast. I'm your host, Benny McBenface. Today we have an article from notebookcheck.net. Now, look, I don't know this website, but they largely source this story from a guy that published a very in-depth and what I assess to be credible video on YouTube. So I'm happy to say that this is fact. Uh, the article is headlined, Chinese mini PC gets caught for shipping with factory installed spyware. Now, again, look, just on that headline, I can already tell you that, and I haven't read this article, but it's a pretty, pretty self-explanatory uh, title. Of course, the Chinese uh, sellers of cheap mini PCs are going to install spyware. Why wouldn't they install spyware? There's a whole lot of reasons for them to do it and exactly zero reasons for them to not do it. Again, all you have to do is look at which direction the incentives, as I say so many times on this podcast, you've just got to look at where the incentives are stacked. You can be, you can be absolutely certain that there are, you know, these Chinese companies are not going to face any penalties in China for doing this type of thing. They might even face, they might even be on the receiving end of rewards from the government for doing this type of thing. Who knows? But there's certainly no reason for them to not do this. So let's continue on and, and see what, what the spyware was and what it was actually doing. A YouTuber named The Net Guy Review recently received a mini PC for review from a Chinese brand called Ace Magic. All right, so he's received this PC for review. First thing that comes to mind is the sender of this PC knew who the receiver was. This wasn't just a random order that was placed online and they had no idea what was going on because the way this is phrased here, it, it seems to be that he contacted them. He contacted the, you know, the company, Ace Magic, and said, hey, I want to do a review on one of your mini PCs. Can you please send it to me? And it appears as though they did send it to him. Here's a very brazen offending if this is what's happened, because this company sent it to him and intentionally had spyware on it. Either that or they just forgot to remove the spyware that ships with all of their stuff. We'll carry on. While everything appeared fine during the initial setup, a Windows Defender alert popped up when the reviewer was preparing to test the minicomputer. The built-in antivirus software detected spyware that steals passwords, crypto, Steam accounts, and other sensitive user data. So just on that, the crypto stealers have been probably the most widely proliferated, most widely spread and deployed spyware, if you like, for, for want of a better term, of the last several years. The way that a crypto stealer works is really quite simple. It monitors your clipboard for a crypto address. And when it detects a crypto address on your clipboard, it swaps it out for the, the crypto address of the hacker. So, you know, anyone that's ever seen the address for a crypto wallet knows that, like, it's, it's not a three-character address. They're like 160 characters long, some of them. They're extraordinarily long. You're not going to sit there and type it in one character at a time. No, you're not doing that at all. You're literally going to click, copy that from there, paste it into where you're sending it to, and you're going to do it that way. And that's where these uh, crypto stealers sort of sit there lurking in the background all the time, just waiting for the user to do exactly that. Click on a crypto address, copy, and then in between the time they copy that address and paste it to wherever they're pasting it into, you know, the field of where they're sending the money to, the crypto stealer has detected that, look, here's a crypto address on the clipboard, and it swaps it out real quickly in a fraction of a second for the hacker's uh, crypto address. And then by the time they're going to paste it into the field, they click paste, and nobody really checks these things, do they? So they click paste, 
thinking that they've just copy-pasted the address that they're intending to send money to, paste it into the field, click send, boom, send this guy 150 bucks, whatever they're sending. But instead of that being sent to their intended recipient that they copy-pasted, it's actually been sent to the hacker because of these uh, clipboard hijacking tools that are very, very popular. Um, and I, I'm not quite sure how the Steam account uh, stealing goes on, but I'm, I'm going to assume it's a very simple, uh, a very similar method. The article continues, One of the attractions of Chinese mini-PCs is that they generally offer capable hardware for a budget-friendly price tag. You can even get an entry-level mini-PC cheaper than an authentic... Wait, am I reading this right? You can even get an entry-level mini-PC cheaper than an authentic Windows 11 product key. So you can get the whole PC cheaper than a real version of Windows. Um, and it goes on, and the surprising part is that they ship with an activated OS installed. All right, well, that's strange. I mean, how is the whole thing, including Windows, cheaper than the cost of Windows itself? Obviously, PC makers are not paying retail for Windows, but we'll continue on. Uh, the article says, uh, this generally means these Chinese mini PCs don't usually have genuine Windows installed. There we go. There we have it. After all, authentic Windows licenses typically cost $100 plus, which would naturally increase the price tag of a mini PC. So most systems ship with a pirated or modified operating system installed. Just a small point on there. The way Microsoft does the pricing for uh, PC manufacturers, the, the PC manufacturers are not paying retail. So let's say you've got a Windows license that would cost you or I or anybody else that buys the key online at retail. Let's say we're going to spend 120 bucks on it. The PC manufacturer is not spending anywhere near that price. Uh, Microsoft has historically done their what's called OEM pricing, pricing for the manufacturers. They've historically done pricing for uh, PC manufacturers based on a percentage of the end sales pr uh, sale price of that machine. So if the machine sells for you know a thousand bucks, Microsoft would typically charge the the maker of that machine somewhere around five or ten percent of the uh, the end sale price, which on a thousand dollar machine is still fifty or hundred bucks. However, on these super low end machines, you know, a four hundred dollar machine or a three hundred dollar machine, I mean, you're talking you know fifteen or thirty dollars. I mean, that's a much 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 smaller price point than you you're paying in full retail. But nonetheless, I think the point of the article here is that these things are not shipping with genuine versions of Windows. So the, uh, the article continues, these Windows operating systems are risky as they can come with antivirus, spyware, and malware, which can even go undetected for a long time. But while many Chinese mini PC manufacturers check their system before shipping, there can be bad batches. Uh, well, look, I don't understand what the point there is. Uh, the Chinese mini PC manufacturers uh, actually checking the si are, are they implanting this stuff or not? Or maybe the point that this guy is making is that the the implanting of the malware is not actually being done by the Chinese PC makers. Maybe it's being done by the guys that are you know giving the the dodgy versions of Windows uh, that are then ending up on these Chinese mini PCs. Maybe that's the the, the core point here. But nonetheless, boys and girls, the the moral of the story remains the same. If, if it's too cheap for it to make sense, someone is benefiting in a way that's not just dollars coming out of your pocket to them at the front end. There's something else going on there. And I think we're seeing that, you know, a free copy of Windows might not necessarily be as 
you know, might not necessarily be the windows that you're expecting it to be. The article continues, if you pick a system from these batches, your personal information can be compromised. That's basically what happened to a YouTuber named The NetGuy Review, who was sent the Ace Magic AD08 mini PC for review, but found that it allegedly came with factory installed spyware. The first Windows Defender alert pointed out that the spyware was residing in the recovery partition of the system. After a full PC scan, the reviewer claims that he found multiple infected files in the C drive. So that's interesting. Um, in the recovery partition of the system, I'm not sure how those recovery partitions are set up. If that's just a Windows thing, or if the manufacturer of the PC, whoever is assembling it and building it and, and selling it, if they have some control over how that works. Probably understanding that would be key to understanding where these, uh, you know, these viruses came from or these, you know, pieces of crap software, whatever, malware, virus, crypto stealer, whatever you want to call it, uh, where these infections came from. Um, but look, this is one distribution vector for these dodgy things, um, but it's not the only one by any means. I mean, it, it requires a level of vigilance on the part of anyone that's doing anything with computers to, to understand that these... Hackers and, you know, what we'll call the bad guys, they are always trying to compromise your system. I think the mistake that people can make is think, oh, they're not interested in me. I'm not the, you know, the accountant for a large company, so I've got nothing to give. That's not true. They are interested in you. It could be something as uh, trivial as, you know, capturing your PC to use it as a part of a botnet that is then used for larger operations and spam and attacking other systems. It could be something as trivial as that, or it could be uh, those types of things where they, the virus gets into your system, it encrypts everything on your system, and it says unless you pay us 100 bucks or 500 bucks or 2,000 bucks, everything that you had on this machine is gone forever and you'll never access it again. It could be something like that. But then also, if you work at a large company or if you work at a mid-sized company that is being actively targeted by what I'll call the bad guys, you have to pay a little bit of attention to what's going on. A, a very uh, common method now is for a a USB drive to be dropped in the car park and uh, a car park of your employer, right? So let's say you work at whatever a Fortune 500 company. The attackers that are looking to attack that organization's network, the best thing that they could ever do is to get internal access to it, so not have to access it from the outside through the firewalls and the layers of defense and the layers of protection that are existing to stop that type of attack, the best thing that they could ever hope for is to be able to get inside the network and run a series of commands from an unlocked network-attached machine that is not on the outside with all of those firewalls to pass. So there are USB devices that exist. Um, the most common one, the name that comes to mind is called a rubber ducky where it, it looks exactly like a normal USB drive. And all you have to do if you're an attacker, all you have to do is get someone to pick that up, put it into their, their work laptop or their work machine, and you have now gained access to that network. And, and the way these things work, the way that they do that, is when you plug it in, it appears to the Windows machine that it's plugged into, it appears to be a keyboard. So Windows says, oh, here's a new keyboard. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, accept this keyboard. And then what happens is once with the, that Windows machine accepts it, that quote-unquote keyboard, which is in fact a, a USB drive, 
which has probably got a label on it like, you know, for your eyes only or payroll information is the other common one. Which employee's not going to plug that in? You see a USB drive in the car park that says payroll information. Everybody wants to know what their co-workers are being paid. They're going to take that inside. They're going to plug it in. So it appears to the system to be a keyboard. And then once it is in and once it is allowed, you know, to connect as a keyboard, it starts sending a series of keystrokes, which does a whole bunch of nefarious stuff on the computer. And that's the initial entry point for the the bad guys to get into that network. They've now infected that machine. And from that machine, they can start to move about sideways to other machines and printers and other network connected devices looking for any vulnerability that they can find. Being able to do it from the inside with these types of devices, or in this case, with infected PCs from China, that's like the most uh, challenging part of most attacks and most hacks is getting that access. Um, I've seen cases where attackers are specifically chasing and specifically looking for one company and you know they're, they're very focused on who they want to attack. They can put this USB rubber ducky type device inside a mouse. You buy, you know, if you're the IT department, you buy 100 uh, replacement mice. You don't know where you're necessarily getting them from or if they manage to swap out the shipment. One of those, or worst case scenario, all of those are infected. User plugs it in. Nobody knows what's happened, but it behaves maliciously. Anyhow, back onto the article. Um, It continues, with further investigation, the reviewer says he discovered that the mini PC had Redline Stealer malware. Uh, now, Redline Stealer is is very, very common. It's sort of packaged up, and any uh, wannabe hacker can buy it for a few bucks on the dark web and use it for whatever they like. The article continues, it can steal browser passwords, crypto wallets, Steam accounts, and sensitive data. This wasn't an isolated case, though. The reviewer says that he contacted friends who bought systems from the same manufacturer and found two similar cases. When the reviewer contacted Ace Magic, the Chinese mini PC maker confirmed that those systems were from a particular batch that got compromised and was apologetic about the matter. <laughs> the manufacturer assured the reviewer that the next batch resolved the issue and is now shipping clean mini PCs. Ah, oh, yeah, what's the chances of that? I think very, very close to zero. They'll, you know, they'll keep their, uh, keep their heads low for a little while. They won't spread too much malware for a little while. And then when the attention is not on them any longer, they'll just start sneaking it back in. Again, I don't know whether it was Ace Magic themselves who compromised these PCs or whether it was, you know, the creator of the dodgy Windows package that was installed on these machines. But I do know this. Ace Magic themselves have exactly zero incentive to not have this type of thing happen. And they have a lot of incentives to actually have this type of thing happen. Um, Because whilst I'm saying the name now, and whilst they're in the news right now, you look, you get a few weeks down the road, you get a few months down the road, somebody that's scrolling around buying a cheap Chinese mini PC, they're not going to remember this. Or, or Ace Magic just changes their name. They become, you know, Red, uh, Red PC Systems China or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. They've got, I maintain that these manufacturers have zero incentive to change their ways. And we just have to be a little bit diligent about these things. For most people, you're never going to be on the receiving end of a targeted attack unless you are uh, working in an occupation or have a have a life that is somehow of interest where you can be specifically, you know, identified and honed in on. Like if you're a listed officer of a very large company, fair to say that you're going to be attacked. Like you personally are going to be identified, 
you're going to be found and you're going to be attacked, uh, you know, electronically with these types of attacks. But if you're just a regular guy, you know, living a normal life, it's unlikely that you'll be on the receiving end of a specifically targeted attack. However, you will at all times, every single day, be on the receiving end of these wholesale, you know, wide scale sweeping attacks that go on all the time where the bad actors are scanning the entire internet to see what's open, to see if you've got a cheap uh, network attached, Wi-Fi attached camera in your house that might be accessible to them, or whether you've bought a cheap Chinese robot vacuum cleaner that might be accessible to them. So these types of hacks are, or, or attacks are happening all the time, just looking for any vulnerability that exists anywhere on the internet. Um, so, you know, a little bit of diligence does go a long way. That's the episode for today, boys and girls. We'll catch you on the next one.